Welcome to the Coach House Beacons. Good morning, everybody. I'm Steve, and I'd like to welcome you all to today's Coach House Beacon. It's sometimes said that all good things must come to an end. This thought seems to be rooted in our very British opinion that we don't deserve to have good things. We need to have something to moan about, and that won't happen if things in our life are all good. Well, right now, one good thing is coming to an end, and that is the beacons. This will be the last one for now, as the team takes a break over the summer. There is some good news, though. We'll be back in the autumn. Just looking back over the uh, beacons that I've recorded, I can see that this is my 49th beacon. And I'm amazed by this feat, as a year or so ago, I could not have imagined myself getting through so much material. Before writing this, I took a moment to look back at the subjects that I'd covered previously and noticed that I had returned to the subjects of prayer and holidays on a regular basis. Some of my beacons have come from real life stories, some from the words in songs, and others from scripture. But underpinning all of these has been the love of Jesus, who has kept us going through all the recent troubles. He is the one who has made it possible for us to be with him in eternity, and who never leaves us in our time of need. Considering all the beacons that the team have put out reminds me that between us we've probably covered almost everything that can happen in life. And in the same way that the Beacon series comes to an end, for each one of us, our life itself will one day come to an end. It seems fitting then for the last beacon of the series to look at the last chapter of the Bible. You can see that most of us will know that this earth that we live in is broken. It harbours problems, illnesses and disappointments. Grief and heartache abound. And this is only getting worse. The writer of the book of Revelation wanted to remind us that one day a change will take place. This broken world will be swept away to be replaced by a new one which will be perfect and will not feature any of the problems mentioned above. Here is what he wrote. Then I saw a new heaven and a new earth, for the old heaven and the old earth had disappeared, and the sea was gone. And I saw the holy city, the new Jerusalem, coming down from God, out of heaven like a bride, beautifully dressed for her husband. I heard a loud shout from the throne, saying, Look! God's home is now among his people. He will live with them, and they will be his people. God himself will be with them. He will wipe every tear from their eyes. There will be no more death, or sorrow, or crying, or pain. And all these things are gone forever. And the one sitting on the throne said, Look, I am making everything new. And then he said to me, Write this down, for what I tell you is trustworthy and true. And he also said, 
It is finished. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. To all who are thirsty, I will give freely from the springs of the water of life. All who are victorious will inherit all these blessings, and I will be their God, and they will be my children. But cowards, unbelievers, the corrupt, murderers, the immoral, those who practice witchcraft, idol worshippers, and all liars, their fate is in the fiery lake of burning sulphur. This is the second death. Then one of the seven angels who held the seven bowls containing the seven last plagues came and said to me, Come with me, I will show you the bride, the wife of the Lamb. So he took me in the spirit to a great high mountain, and he showed me the holy city of Jerusalem, descending out of heaven from God. It shone with the glory of God and sparkled like a precious stone, like jasper as clear as crystal. The city wall was broad and high, with twelve angels, and the names of the twelve tribes of Israel were written on the gates. The twelve gates were made of pearls, each gate from a single pearl, and the main street was pure as gold, as clear as glass. I saw no temple in the city, for the Lord God Almighty and the Lamb are its temple. And the city has no need of sun or moon, for the glory of God illuminates the city, and the Lamb is its light. The nations will walk in its light, and the kings of the world will enter the city in all their glory. Its gates will never be closed at the end of the day, because there is no night there. And all the nations will bring glory and honour into the city. Nothing evil will be allowed to enter, nor anyone who practices shameful idolatry and dishonesty, but only those whose names are written in the book of in the Lamb's Book of Life. Then the angel showed me a river with the water of life, clear as crystal, flowing from the throne of God and of the Lamb. It flowed down the centre of the main street. On each side of the river grew a tree of life, bearing twelve crops of fruit, with a fresh crop each month. The leaves were used for the healing of the nations. No longer will there be a curse on anything, for the throne of God and of the Lamb will be there, and his servants will worship him. And they will see his face, and his name will be written on their foreheads, and there will be no night there, no need for lamps or sun, for the Lord God will shine on them, and they will reign for ever and ever. Blessed are those who wash their robes, they will be permitted to enter through the gates of the city, and eat the fruit from the tree of life. These words were written at a time when Christians were suffering, it must have been hard for them to keep going, probably harder than it is for us today. But then, each generation has its own problems and tests. It doesn't matter what the nature of the problem is, the need is still the same. We still need to be reminded that the next life is better than this one. All the problems of this life will be washed away, to be replaced by a new city whose principal attraction will be the glory of God. 
We who know and love Jesus will be able to live there in peace and happiness forever. You see, there is one good thing that will never come to an end, and that is the love of Jesus. I hope you enjoy the summer, maybe even get away on holiday, but most of all, I hope that one day we can all meet up in the new Jerusalem to give thanks to God for what he has done for us. Coach House Beacons, the Coach House Church Daily Devotional. To find out more, join us on Facebook, Instagram or on our website at www.coachhousechurch.org. Dot org.